This is Ashley Hodge with the Sikkim 365 post-game podcast. I'm coming to you after Baylor's 88-77 loss against Italy and the uh, Global Jam games in Toronto. And let's talk about Baylor's performance today. Now, first of all, we knew that this uh, these games in general were going to be a major challenge because you have arguably three of your top four offensive players for the season out with injuries. Adam Flagler, who's your point guard, he's uh, still nursing a knee injury, um, mostly precautionary. I think if this was a conference game, he would have definitely played today. And you could probably say the same for Langston Love, although Langston still recovering from an injury, season-ending injury last year, and will probably be cleared for full uh, contact sometime in August. Uh, the same is true for LJ Cryer, who's coming off surgery for stress fractures in his feet. And those three guys can fill it up. Uh, we know that they're going to give a Baylor a tremendous amount of offense and uh, just, well, all, all around players. Uh, so without them, uh, we knew it could look rough, and it certainly did, specifically in the first quarter. The, uh, the USA, Team USA, uh, Baylor, got off to a pretty rough start in the first quarter. I think the first quarter score, I don't have it in front of me, but it was maybe 23 to 11, 23 to 10, somewhere in that range. And then uh, they cut it to six a few times during the game, made some good runs, gave a lot of effort. Uh, Keontae George was terrific. In uh, 27 minutes, he had 32 points. He was 10 for 18 from the field. He was four, uh, six of 12 from three-point range. And he got to the free throw line a few times as well, six for eight from the free throw line. He really put on a show, uh, did some great things. So he was uh, a really bright spot in his first game in a, in a with the Baylor team. Uh, he, he looked the part. You know, he's definitely going to be a big-time player for Baylor this year. I thought Dale Bonner was really good on both ends of the court. He played 37 minutes, so uh, he, he logged quite a few uh, minutes in this game. And he ended up with 14 points. I thought his defense was really good. Uh, four steals. He had four assists as well, only two turnovers. Uh, did a pretty good job taking care of the ball, made the right basketball play. Uh, he was definitely a bright spot today. And then I thought uh, Caleb Lohner's rebounding was good. He uh, ended up with eight rebounds. Uh, he had a couple offensive boards, um, six defensive rebounds. I think you saw today he was going to be a, a really uh, good rebounder, and he was one for two from three. Uh, both of those looked pretty good. Um, he did have a couple turnovers, but overall was pretty pleased with his game. And, um, you know, then I, I thought we saw some good things from D'Antoine Grimes off the bench. He only had nine points. I didn't shoot the ball great. He was four for 11 from the field. He did have three turnovers, only two assists. Uh, but he looked apart to me. He, he looked confident and he looked like he belonged out there. Has a very first quick step uh, or quick first step is what I meant to say. So I, I like what I see from D'Antoine. As far as uh, guys that were returning players, uh, Jordan Turner, uh, rough outing for him, only four points. He had a couple turnovers that were bad. Pretty active on the glass, though. He did have uh, – well, he only shows up as three rebounds, but he but he was giving good energy in the paint. Zach Loveday only played eight minutes, no points in the box score, but he did have two rebounds, did have a steal. Uh, Jordan Turner had a couple steals as well. Uh, Flo Thamba, 25 minutes, only eight points and only four rebounds. I thought his energy was a little bit off today. I'd have to probably go back and look at the tape to to see if that was accurate. But, um, you know, Flo has to be a dominant player, very aggressive. You know, he had trouble finishing in the paint. 
Uh, he did draw eight fouls. Uh, he went to the foul line, 10 free throws, made six of them. Uh, but I, you'd like to see a little bit more um, of a dominant performance on the glass for him. He did get into some foul trouble early. Now, make no mistake, this Italy team that Baylor was playing was, you know, they look like a good team to me. Uh, they had 12 guys go for uh, double figures in minutes. They were extremely balanced in their scoring. Almost everybody on their team seemed like they could make threes and make open shots. Uh, so they ended up only eight for 23 from three-point range. But they moved the ball really well. They didn't dribble it too much. You know, Baylor gave them some trouble with the full-court press and was able to turn them over a few times. I think Italy ended up uh, turning the ball over 21 times, according to the box score, only 15 turnovers for Baylor. Uh, so Baylor did win the battle there. But um, – Italy moved the ball well, almost a, a version, a pro version of Bellarmine, uh, the college team in the United States that is kind of famous for not dribbling. And uh, they, they just moved the ball around by passing it. And, and that's what Italy did. And they got open looks. They were able to find the open man, lots of points in the paint. Uh, they converted at a very high rate inside the arc. Uh, they were um, 24 for 42, so 57%. That's, that's a high percentage. And, and Baylor was only 42% on two-point uh, field goals, uh, so not as, not as good for them in that area. Uh, Baylor did get um, three more three-point field goals than, than uh, Italy did. Uh, so they, you know, thanks in part, large part to Keontae George there. Uh, Keontae made six of those. Jalen Bridges, not not the best debut for him in a Baylor uniform. Would love to see a lot more aggression from him. Uh, 19 minutes, he did have foul trouble, had five fouls. Only three points for him. He made a three, a deep three, uh, straight on. Uh, he did he did miss his other three three point shots, and and then didn't finish strong in the paint a couple times when he got some some looks, you know, inside the paint. Uh, not terrible, but but would love to see more from him. They're going to need him to play really well, and, and, you know, to be the team that they want him to be, and, and obviously Caleb Lohner as well. Uh, so it's one game and certainly no overreaction on my part, uh, given the fact that, you know, first of all, you're, you're missing, you know, your starting backcourt, uh, your, your, your point guard, your shooting guard, and uh, Adam Flagler and uh, LJ Cryer. And then uh, Langston Love's going to be a very important piece for them as well. So he's not playing. Obviously, no Jonathan, Chama Chachua, but we're not expecting him to play this year. And no Josh uh, Ojiwuna either. He's got visa issues. He's stuck in New York City. Uh, there is a hope that he will get that worked out and maybe join the team by tomorrow and be able to play in the game against Canada tomorrow. Uh, he'll bring a lot. Uh, he is a taller version of John, and he'll give us uh, an athleticism in the post uh, that is not existing currently. Just a bounciness, a twitchiness, an ability to finish uh, at the rim, uh, above the rim, and to block shots. Uh, he'll he'll shore up some of the things that uh, we're lacking in the paint, uh, but we really need Flo and, and Zach to also do that, and obviously Caleb and, and Jalen Bridges as well. Uh, it's, it's a great learning experience. Um, you know, I love the competitive effort by the team. Uh, even though they got down by 16 points or so, they didn't mail it in. They fought. They got it back, you know, closed it to within six a few times. Uh, the final margin was only 11. Uh, they fought to the end, which is very, 
you know, representative of all Scott Drew teams. They never quit and they, they do, you know, give maximum effort. Uh, but the defense has a lot of work to do and the rebounding has a lot of work to do. Uh, they get beat on the glass uh, 45 to 32. Very uncharacter- uncharacteristic for a Baylor team. You know, usually Baylor out rebounds other teams and certainly on the offensive glass, uh, only 10 offensive rebounds and they gave 14 up to Italy. Uh, Italy really did a good job. You know, knowing the international rules, being able to, you know, go get the ball when it was still on the rim, uh, that's an adjustment for Baylor. And obviously the balls are an adjustment too. You know, the FIBA balls, I'm sure they've been practicing with those for a week or so, uh, but th- those are different balls and, and it's your first experience with them. Uh, so these other schools have, you know, other, not schools, but Canada, Brazil, and Italy have a big advantage there because they play with those uh, FIBA balls all the, all, all the time. And it is a different ball. It's it's a different feel. And uh, when it's your first experience playing with it, it's uh, just, you know, just something that's new. Uh, you know, I know Keontae George has had some USA basketball experience, so this is not his first experience. But probably all the other guys on the Baylor team have not had that international experience playing for Team USA. So 88-77 to 77 loss against Italy. And they will play Canada tomorrow. And that's a very talented roster. We'll get to see how Canada looks here in a little bit. I think they face off against Brazil in the later game. And then, you know, Baylor will play them tomorrow night. Um, I think that's an 8 o'clock uh, game, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I'm going to check the check the time on that real quick. Yes, it is 8 o'clock Central Time. Uh, so we'll see how they look in that second game. You know, we'll see how Brazil looks as well. But it's, it is certainly possible that, uh, you know, Baylor could have a rough go of it here. They got five games, and, and uh, obviously Italy, you know, proved to be a, a team that's a very worthwhile opponent, and they're going to have a tough time beating them, you know, uh, even if they play them a second time. And we know Canada's loaded with uh, seven or eight guys that have averaged over 10 points a game at the Division One level. And for Baylor, you got one guy uh, that that is, uh, you know, really a, a, a proven commodity. And, and he's a freshman, Keontae George. As far as being able to score the ball, uh, obviously Dale Bonner, Flo Thamba, Jalen Bridges, and Caleb Lohner are all guys that have that have played at the Division One level. Uh, but, uh, you know, not, not known for, you know, averaging double figures and scoring. Um, they've, you know, certainly, you know, great players and, and bring a lot to a team. But this is a Baylor team that's going to rely on its backcourt to do a lot of scoring. And you got Adam Flagler, LJ Cryer, and uh, Langston Love out of the picture right now, and it showed uh, today. But Keontae was terrific in his debut. Dale Bonner played well. Uh, we got some good you know, minutes from D'Antoine Grimes. Great experience for this team. I uh, hope they uh, definitely take some positives from this effort and uh, get ready for Canada tomorrow on the short turnaround. And I'll do a podcast uh, tomorrow after the, the game against uh, Team Canada. But I just wanted to get a few thoughts out after Baylor's 88-77 to loss against Italy. Sick of Bears.